Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. I am joined today, back by popular demand, Lucy is here. Lucy Bergstrom Hutchins. I actually just learned your middle middle name the other day. Yeah. Anna. Anna. It's Gorge. Just the most Swedish, Swedish name you could get. I know. And usually when people think Swedish, they're like, oh, blonde hair, blue eyes. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be Lucy. Couldn't be. The exact opposite of me. Yeah. So anyway, I just got so much feedback that people wanted you on more. So of course I asked you to come back. It was so fun last time. It was so much fun. So today is our last installment of Spooky Episodes. The Blue Broadcast. what an honor to to be here for it. You are a Halloween queen. I do. I love. What are you going to be for Halloween? All things spooky. My family usually does a group costume oh yeah 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 you told me this and so we are doing beetlejuice this year <gasps> and who are you gonna who is the lady you're uh, being i'm being miss argentina oh yeah she's the she's like green she's the receptionist yes and do you have to wait are you gonna paint yourself green i'm going all out you're gonna I'm go all out myself green are, except my legs i'm just gonna do tights because like yeah. why why wouldn't i can you get like a body well that actually sounds horrible yeah, I don't know what's worse, a bodysuit or paint. Yeah, no, yeah, they both sound like really claustrophobic. It's a it's a difficult costume, but I've actually wanted to be her for a long time. Yeah. And now that my family's just doing it all together, I was like... And you guys, didn't you guys do perfect. Adam's family one year? We haven't done it. My parents, so my parents love Halloween. Well, yeah. my mom loves Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad is very nice and yeah. dresses up every single year with her. But yeah. they've done Adam's family, but... You got to be Morticia Adams one day. One year, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and Drew. Drew's got to... has got to be my... Gross my dash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to dress up as, mainly because I don't know what we're going to do. Oh, yeah. Do you guys do anything like on Halloween? I don't know what we'll do on Halloween. The only thing I can think of is the Lonely Ghost Party. Oh, yeah. The Lonely Forest. Yes. The Lonely Forest, which is... it's Is it a haunted forest? It is. I don't know if I can enter a haunted forest. I think you But could. I'll be there for a party. I'll be <laughs> well, there. They, they have other things going on. They have like food and a palm reader and like... Oh, are you serious? Yeah. So it's like a party outside of the actual haunted forest as well. Oh, so, I, I I actually did not know that. Yeah. So yeah. I think if you don't... I just really committed because I wanted to scared. support... <laughs> I wanted to support... Uh, Lucy's husband works for Lonely Ghost and I was like, oh, we'll just... We'll support, we'll go. And I'm like, but I don't want to enter anything spooky. It's, I mean, 
at this age running from someone with a chainsaw. Yeah, it's no. A no. Lot of but a palm reader and like and food. Yeah, no, there's lots going on. And that's on the I'm for sure gonna go. That's on the twenty seventh. Yes. Yes. So we'll both be there. Yeah, but as far as Halloween day goes or Halloween night, I don't know what we'll do. We'll probably just stay home. I like I I you gotta get really... dress up just for Instagram. Though. I know that's Matt, what my family does. Matt and I have a have a costume that we want to do, but I'm not even gonna commit to it because don't I'm, even say it. I'm now learning it that it might not happen. <laughs> but I have part of it. Can you see in my desk? Oh no, they're in the cupboard. It does involve a bald cap. Okay, if we do it. Oh, I think you told me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do about Matt's beard, but whatever, we'll figure it out. So, yeah, Halloween. So, so this episode. So we both have a couple spooky stories. Mm-hmm. Of all varieties, mine yes. are fictional. Lou has some that are that 100% really happened. Real, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent real. No questions asked. Happened, and but before we do that, okay. So last night, we had decided that we were gonna record, and I think you fell asleep, and I wanted. I don't know why. I was just I was on a roll on TikTok. I was finding all these TikToks that I wanted to send you, but you deleted TikTok to I like did. focus on life. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I know I literally never thought I'd be that person. Yeah. I actually hated that Embarrassing. person. Embarrassing. Yeah. So, so much. I'm watching all these TikToks and I'm like, I need I need to stop sending Lucy TikToks. She probably wants to go to bed. So I just started taking notes of things <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about. And I wanted to ask you about them oh, on air. Oh. I because I yeah. So first the first thing I wanted to talk about. When was the last time you <laughs> thought about Mike Posner? Wow. Honestly, last year. Why is that? Because he had like this viral video that he was like walking around the world okay, or that, something. That, no, that is literally what I was going to talk to you about. Because he is a he walks. Yes, now. he's like Forrest Gump. He walked from coast to coast. Yes, he hiked Everest. What is wrong with him? I don't know, but he has <laughs> apparently abandoned Hollywood. It's because one of his best friends died. <gasps> he did. Yeah, I did not he's know that. a he's a artist as well. Who was it? Do you remember? Avicii? Wait. Oh, well, Avicii died. Were they best friends? I think they were best friends. Who was Mike Posner? Yeah, let's make sure we fact check this. Best friend. Yeah. I'm not a Mike Posner uh, expert. Stan? I actually saw him <laughs> in concert. Oh, you did? He opened for Nick Jonas. <laughs> wow. Take yeah. me back. What oh, year was that? Oh, my gosh. Matt and I were dating. So 2016. Wow. Talk about a throwback. I know. That's, that actually wasn't that Jonas. long ago. Sometimes I feel like I've been married for like 30 years and I realize it's only been four and a half. Okay, let's see. Oh, it was Mac Miller. It says he was close friends with Mac Miller and Avicii. Okay, so yeah, he had two friends. That is sad. So yeah, I think he just like gave it all up and just like tried to find himself. Yeah, well. But then he got like really sick or something. I'm going, to be, I'm going to be totally honest. This is way more info than I thought you would ever have about Mike impressed? Posner. Yeah. Are you impressed? I was like, oh, I'm going to hit her with Mike Posner. She's not going to have thought about him in years. And you're like, no. no. It's been less than one year. <laughs> he had the flu last, <laughs> last December. Okay. So that's, that's great. I'm glad we're caught up on Mike Posner. All right. Okay. The next topic. So you know how celebrities like change their names? Like how John Legend's name is really like John yeah. Stevens? Yeah. So, like, how do they do that? Do they just, like, send an email to their friends and family? Like, hey, I'm going by John Legend now. Like, how embarrassing is that? When you're, like, a new... Okay, like, think of, think of like, Olivia Wilde. Her, her last name is not really Wilde. Yes. I don't know what her real last name is. But imagine she's, like, trying to become a famous. And she, like, tells people, like, actually, like, what about people from high school? 
And she has to be like, I'm actually Olivia Wilde now. Like, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, okay. I'd be like, where do you think of that? Yeah. And like, you're going to go by a new name. But it's so normal. So many celebrities change their name. I'm wondering at what point they change their name. Is it before they get really famous? Because that that's is a good point. That's the embarrassing part. Because like when, like when did Lady Gaga... Well, I feel like that's even different because that's all so clearly a stage, a stage name. name. Yeah. But when people just change it like a little bit, when people change it to like a normal name, like Travis Scott, like that's <laughs> not his name, like even close to it. Wait, I heard today that Jason Sudeikis, that's not his name. <gasps> Let's look it up. His name's not Jason. He, he, ch- okay. So you're telling me that he, he chose, chose his own name Jason. and he, he was like, you know what? Jason could have chosen. Daniel. But Jason's his middle name. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And then the last thing is, do you know FDR's middle name? Delano. Oh, you know it's Delano. Okay. Is it? Yeah. But I have thought my whole life it was like (laughs) Eleanor with a D. Oh, like Delano? Yeah. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh, but it's just Delano? Yeah. So such an easy mistake. I know. It's my it's my dum dum club submission for the week. It's I only know because that's what we call my dog on occasion. Delano? Like Frankie D, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Why is that? I wish I could tell you. I know. I was his I, name's Billy. Everyone. I was thinking <laughs> I was like gonna list all of the things that we call tofu. Small man, yeah, uh the, loaf. The pet names nicknames yeah. are just absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah. So those were all of the things that I wanted to ask you about last night, but I figured you were following. That was asleep. the best list ever ever okay perfect all right well how many stories do you have i have three wait four four okay do you want to start or so so first of all okay now we're getting into spooky so now we talked about all of the really important things in life but now we're getting into the spookies the important the really important stuff so this is our last episode before halloween so i wanted to i wanted to inject a little nostalgia in this episode because if I love anything, well, if I love anything, it's a theme. I love anything yes. themed. Second thing I love, anything nostalgic. Oh, I will watch any movie from my childhood over and over and I over again. I live for nostalgia. Yeah. It's like sometimes I think there's something wrong with me. Oh. Because I like. No, there is. <laughs> where to begin? Yeah. Um, no, I'm glad, I'm glad that you actually realized I've that. I've been wanting to bring that I've up for wanting, a minute. I've been wanting to tell you. <laughs> I'm totally no, but kidding. like I'm so obsessed with nostalgia that I like it, it like is overpowering. It's sometimes. like it's like affecting your day to day. It is. Sometimes I have to like really step away. Well, speaking of birthday and nostalgia, I put this on my Instagram story, but Lucy got me this. Where did you where did you guys find this? This hat in Los Feliz. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. At a vintage store. So it's this Adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley hat. And it's probably from I've never oh. seen anything like it. It, it looks like. Like merch. Yeah. From, like from their when they were kids. Yeah. So like, it's got to be early 90s. Like you got that when you like bought the VHS. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But it's oh my gosh. It's so amazing. Anything Mary Kate and Ashley. Anything like. Do you remember Zoog Disney? Yes. Did I unlock something? You unlocked. Yeah. Like I used to go to ZoogDisney.com and play like the Cadet, Cadet Kelly game. Yes. And like the where you roll through the things and then. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play computer games as a kid? Oh, yeah. Remember the the Lizzie McGuire closet game? Did oh, you ever yeah. play that one? I played and the that nail, one. The nail painting game? I played game. that one and the Polly Pocket outfit thing oh, where the clothes gosh. are flying out the back of the truck and you have to catch them. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yes. And I always hoped. I always hoped. So w- the game is that you're catching all these clothes. You catch like a top and a pants and shoes and it switches all, them all up. But every now and then you got a whole outfit. 
in one. And mm-hmm. I just always wished for it. You never got it. I got it sometimes, but not nearly enough. You know what I loved was my scene. The my. Do you remember my scene? My scene. My scene. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, Google that Hold on. right now. No, the I know. My scene game. It was a makeover game. Was the best. Oh my gosh! And you could do like makeup, makeup on the girl and, and, hair. and you yes. could print it out. Yes. Oh my gosh. It is. Why does this end? It's still around. It looks like. All right. So anyway, that was a weird tangent, but um, nostalgia. So I will be reading when it's my turn. A few choice stories from none other than scary stories to tell in the dark. The best. The best. I have scary stories to tell in the dark, more scary stories to tell in the dark, and scary stories three, more tales to chill your bones. It was like $11 on Amazon for all three. Oh. And I just want to know. So I, I guarantee if you are between the ages of whatever, if you're near our age. Yeah. If you're a millennial, basically. If you're a millennial, you read these at school. Oh, yeah, they were in the library. What the hell is that? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Like those? No, giving these to children. Illustrations are scarring. No, they're. I was so obsessed. They are horrifying. It's also, I feel like you could trace back all of our obsessions with true crime to these. To those books. Yeah. Like they would never, they would never let these in. Well, I would think in elementary schools now. Oh, highly doubt it. They don't even let like Harry Potter into Utah <laughs> elementary school. <laughs> yeah, it's t- absolutely not. They practice Wiccan. People wonder why like millennials need to go to therapy. It's these. It's because of these. Yeah, it's We were these. reading these like. Yeah. And I was just, I was so obsessed with them. And honestly, some reading some of them, I'm like, did anybody check on this author? Because he wrote several like volumes of this like and there's dozens of stories i'm like actually concerned now we should do a we should do a where are they now quick read up on alvin alvin schwartz is his name no some of these are are really scary i was so obsessed with the illustrations i would just like sit in the library and just look at the pictures no it was the scariest thing i had like ever seen until 9 11 yeah oh yeah yeah so it all is coming together why none of us are okay Uh (laughs) uh-huh We are reading these in the middle of 9-11. It's obviously. <laughs> no, literally. Sense. Yeah. So, okay. So I have a few of these. I picked the ones that I remember the best, like that have Ooh, stuck okay. with me for 20 I'm plus years. I'm excited to relive these because obviously I have not read them since elementary school. Yeah. So do you want to start with yours or do you want me to start with one? You can start. Okay. This one scared the shit out I'm of so me. so excited. For years. Oh. I still think about it. I oh, still I'm think excited. about it. Okay. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is sponsored by Dadgrass. Turning into your parents might be your worst nightmare, but let's be real. Their weed may have been the stuff of dreams. Dadgrass has old school joints that are extremely THC and high in CBD, so you can chill out and lighten up the old-fashioned way. Dadgrass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Their 100% organic pre-rolled joints are very low in THC and high in CBD, so you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Dadgrass will leave you in a euphoric mood. So right now, Dadgrass is offering my listeners 20% of their first order when they go to dadgrass.com slash bad. Again, that is dadgrass.com 
grass.com slash bad for 20% off of your first order. Christmas time's coming up, guys. We got to chill out and we got to buy people presents. And Dadgrass is here for both of those. So again, that is dadgrass.com slash bad for 20% off of your first order. What's up, well-beings? I'm Kelly Noonan-Gorris, and this is The Heal Podcast. Every Thursday, I interview the leading experts in health and healing, as well as real people with extraordinary healing stories. Whether you want to heal a physical diagnosis, a mental health issue, a past trauma, or heal our planet, The Heal Podcast is for you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss that one episode that holds the answers you've been searching for. You can follow us on Instagram at at HealDocumentary and at Kelly Gores and catch episode clips on Heal Documentary's YouTube channel. Don't forget to tune in every Thursday anywhere podcasts are found. This one is called, this one is from the the first volume, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and it's called High Beams. Do you remember this one? No. (gasps) Okay. The girl driving the old blue sedan was a senior at the high school. She lived on a farm about eight miles away and used the car to drive back and forth. She had driven into town that night to see a basketball game. Now she was on her way home. As she pulled away from the school, she noticed a red pickup truck following her out of the parking lot. A few minutes later, the truck was still behind her. I guess we're going the same direction, she thought. She began to watch the truck in her mirror. When she changed her speed, the driver of the truck changed his speed. When she passed a car, so did he. Then he turned on his high beams, flooding her car with light. He left them on for almost a minute. He probably wants to pass me, she thought, but, it was, but she was becoming uneasy. Usually she drove home over a back road. Not too many people went that way. But when she turned onto that road, so did the truck. I've got to get away from him, she thought, and she began to drive faster. Then he turned his high beams on again. After a minute, he turned them off. Then he turned them on again, then off again. She drove even faster, but the truck driver stayed right behind her. Then he turned on his high beams again. Once more, her car was ablaze with light. What is he doing, she wondered. What does he want? Then he turned them off again, but a minute later, he had them on and left them on. At last, she pulled into her driveway, and the truck pulled in right behind her. She jumped from the car and ran to her house. Call the police, she screamed at her father. Out in the driveway, she could see the driver of the truck. He had a gun in his hand. When the police arrived, they started to arrest him, but he pointed to the girl's car. You don't want me, he said. You want him. Crouched behind the driver's seat, there was a man with a knife. (gasps) As the driver of the truck explained it, the man slipped into the girl's car just before she left the school. He saw it happen, but there was no way he could stop it. He thought about getting the police, but he was afraid to leave her, so he followed the car. Each time the man in the back seat reached up to overpower her, the driver of the truck turned on his high beams. The man dropped down, afraid that someone might see him. Oh, my gosh. That is my... Worse, I think about that every time somebody flashes well, now I'm going to think about that constantly. That no, there's... I, I actually, so I have like a vague memory of that story. And I never knew where it came from or why I had it. When you read that, were you like, everything clicked? Right now? No, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when I read it. like The as, first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it all made sense. Because I am so scared of it. Every time somebody flashes their rights at me or does anything, oh. even when people are following too close to me. I, I think about that oh story. Oh my gosh. And are you just constantly checking your backseat? Yeah. Oh, always. Always. Oh, I'm already scared of that. I, I know. Oh. I know. It's so scary. <laughs> Being a woman is so hard. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. I'm just like, my backseat is so tiny. And for that, I'm so grateful because literally I can barely fit a bag yeah. in my backseat. Like I read that at probably age nine. 
And like, that explains a lot and like, about and ev- you. And all, everyone was like, yeah, that's a normal story for a nine-year-old to be reading. Right? Now I'm reading it at 28, and I'm like, who who let me do that? Yeah, that's eerie. Yeah. All but, right, tell me tell me your, your first one. Is this, your, is this a personal experience? This is a story from my husband. Okay. Shout out, to, it is, shout out shout to Drew, out to Drew. Bitch. Drewcifer. This is, this is Drew's run-in with a skinwalker. Oh, no. People tell me all the time, they're like, why don't you go up to Skinwalker Ranch and like... I'm why like, would you do that for fun? No, it's it's horrible. And it also feels like disrespectful. Yes. like It's not like a tourist attraction. Yeah. It's Land. like a religious yes. belief, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Okay. Here's Drew's story. This story takes place on the trail from the Grand Canyon to Havasu Falls. I was 17 years old going on a high adventure trip. We hiked down from our van to the actual Havasu Falls. It's like 10 miles each way. We camped for a few days and it was finally time to pack up and leave. The entire group was planning on waking up at 4 a.m. to get up and hike out. First of all, that's scary enough. Yeah. Waking up at (laughs) 4 a.m. to hike. No, my greatest fear is having (laughs) friends who want to do that. (laughs) You can just end it here. (laughs) And that's it. Yeah. On the hike in there, there were lots of stragglers that were kind of holding things up for everyone. We had a great idea that two leaders and the stragglers could leave earlier at around midnight instead of 4 a.m. I was a straggler in that group. So we left at midnight and we've been walking for about an hour. We finally get to the town and it's 1 a.m. The whole town is asleep except for the town drunk that is stumbling around. Okay, can we pause here? Yeah. Where's ours? I would like a town drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Just the one... Like, does like when people talk about that, like, oh, he's the town drunk. It's like, what? Where are those? It seems we like we don't it would, see them enough. Yeah, here. it seems like it would only exist in like a a, a vaguely medieval town. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, and this one. Okay. He asked what we were doing so late, and we told him we were hiking out. What we said scared him so bad it was like he sobered up immediately. He told us we were crazy for hiking out at night, and that we shouldn't talk to anything we see on the way anything okay Mm -hmm. bye it scared the crap out of us i had to convince myself he was just playing around and trying to scare us so we set out for the rest of the hike eight more miles of walking through the pitch black after five or six miles we were taking a break catching our breath we were sitting on a rock and saw some reflective eyes in the distance they kept getting closer and closer and when we finally saw it, our stomachs dropped the closest thing i can think to describe what this animal looked like was the werewolf from Harry Potter. This thing was huge and terrifying. We just stood there in silence as it passed us. We hurried and got the hell out of there and made it back to our van. We didn't talk for the rest of the way, just hoping we didn't draw any more attention to ourselves. Wait, did that really happen? Yes, that actually happened. That legitimately happened? Yes. In where, Havasu? Havasu. Where is that? It's in in Arizona. Is it like Lake Powell? Yeah. And they saw an actual figure? Yes. Get out. Yeah. Like, bigger than a wolf, bigger than a human. The the werewolf from Harry Potter is the most terrifying thing in all of Harry Potter. Imagine it walking past <laughs> you in the pitch black. And then you got to go hike. Eight more miles. <laughs> no. No. You can ask anyone in their... In that group. No, I believe, like I believe you. People. You know that I'm like an easy sell. <laughs> like, I... You just tell me, yeah, it really happened. I'm like, yeah, definitely did. Was oh. it like with a church group? Yeah. Oh. <gasps> Oh, no. Yeah. Why are we bringing kids into <laughs> the, the world? wilderness like that? <laughs> Hiking out at midnight. Yeah. I know when people. Well, yeah, I don't wait. You're not. I don't feel like you're a camper. 
I was all growing up. Like all your family, camped, my family a lot? camped a lot. We had a little vintage trailer. Yeah. It was so fun. No, we didn't so really fun. like in a trailer? rough it. Yeah. Well, yeah. In a, tra- a trailer is like a big step up from a t- from a tent. Well, it was a vintage trailer and there were five of us. So we well, were you just snuggle a lot. <laughs> yeah. But like you're like you're not going to get blown away by weather. No, no. Yeah. I feel Tents like I are the like worst. That. I really wanted to take Matt glamping for his birthday. I, I remember when you posted that and and I think you had a lot of questions about yeah, it. Yeah. A lot of people. Everyone were- was like. Wait, <laughs> yeah, people are, are like, sure? blink if you need us. <laughs> like, did Matt secretly pose us? But I thought I would, like, be down with glamping. But I really, I have just accepted about myself. I don't really like the outdoors. Well, it's like, if I can have the luxuries of life, why would I well, not? <laughs> and I, I was looking at, like, Airbnbs. People Airbnb, like, campsites or whatever. Yeah. They're, like, $100 a night. Yeah, it's like. I'll get a regular Airbnb. Like, cool. So I can spend $100 and then I have to rent a bunch of camping equipment and then oh. I have to sleep outside. Build a fire. Build a fire. Or I can just not do any of that. And just lay in bed. <laughs> I think it's Jim Gaffigan. Do you ever listen to Jim Gaffigan? Uh-huh. He was like the first. He's like the only comedian that my whole family can listen to together. Because yeah. he's pretty clean. Yeah. And But he has a bit about camping. Have you heard it? I think so. And he's like, he's it's talking so about, relatable. Yeah. He's talking about how his wife, she's like, well, it's a tradition in my family. And he's like, well, it's a tradition in everyone's family until they invented the house. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like we evolved past this. Yes. It's literally like living your life. It's like moving forward in life and being like, you know what? I'm going to just not, I'm never going to go to the doctor. I'm never going to go to the doctor. <laughs> But it's like, no, we've already, we've progressed now that yeah, you can go have, to the doctor. Yes. Like you can actually get like surgeries and medicine, but because people are okay. like, yeah, it's like being like, mm, I don't, I don't want that. I yeah. actually want to go back 500 years. <laughs> That's so true. All right. That is terrifying. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. You will not catch me at Skinwalker Ranch any, anytime ever. No. This episode of the Bad Broadcast is brought to you by Italic. What is there to say about Italic? Not much, except that it's perfect, and I love it. Italic is a marketplace that connects you with manufacturers, so they don't have a huge markup, and they have so many different types of products on their website. They're all luxury and super affordable. Their team of in-house product experts vets every single product. They wear it, sleep on it, carry it, work out with it, anything they need to do to ensure that it is of the highest possible quality. They also extensively vet their manufacturers, factories, and materials. You can access their curated selection of over 500 products, including everything from diamond jewelry to cashmere sweaters to world-class linen sheets, all from the best manufacturers in the world. I got the lounge crew neck, and when I say it is the softest piece of clothing I have ever owned, I am not lying. And I know for a fact that crew necks like this in this material and this style, I've seen them for up to like $115, sometimes more. The price on Italic, $30. So by taking the brand and retail markups completely out of the equation, they're able to deliver the lowest possible prices. Italic is not just an everything store. They are your everything store. Their marketplace connects you with manufacturers behind the world's biggest brands and most in-demand products and delivers them straight to your door for up to 63% less. You can get $10 off of your first product order of $50 or more on italic.com with the code BAD. Again, the code is BAD and you will get $10 off of your first product order of $50 or more on italic. I love this store. It's about to be your new favorite way to online shop. 
I'm going to tell you the link and the code one more time. It is italic.com. So I-T-A-L-I-C. I-T-A-L-I-C. Yep. I'm a good speller. And the code is bad. That's $10 off of your first order of $50 or more. All right, this one, the next one up, this is from Scary Stories 3, More Tales to Chill Your Bones. This on ever, almost every single article that I looked up, because I looked up like scariest ones or like mm. most iconic, oh, uh-huh. this was number one. <gasps> and I remember it. Oh. I, right when I saw that, I knew exactly what it was. Tell me if you've heard of it. Okay. This one is called Harold. Do you oh remember Harold? I can't remember. Okay. When it got hot in the valley, Thomas and Alfred drove. You know what? As I'm reading this, I feel like I maybe read this last year in an episode. Oh, really? Well, your other repeat from last year was, was a hit. The best I either, thing I've ever I either Because I remember reading. I either read it and wanted to put it in, but didn't. Or I read it on an episode. But either way, there's a lot more of you here now. So I'm going to continue because this is effing scary. All right. When it got hot in the valley, Thomas and Alfred drove their cows up to a cool green pasture in the mountains to graze. Usually they stayed there with the cows for two months. Then they brought them down to the valley again. The work was easy enough, but oh, it was boring. All day, the two men tended their cows. At night, they went back to the tiny hut where they lived. They ate supper and worked in the garden and went to sleep. It was always the same. Then Thomas had an idea that changed everything. Let's make a doll the size of a man. Okay. I cannot believe they let us read this as children. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Two dudes are alone in a cabin and they're like, let's make a doll. I'm very excited to see where this goes. Come on. Uh, Let's make a doll the size of a man, he said. It would be fun to make and we could put it in the garden to scare away the birds. It should look like Harold, Alfred said. Harold was a farmer they both hated. They made the doll out of old sacks stuffed with straw. They gave it a pointy nose like Harold's and tiny eyes like his. Then they added dark hair and a twisted frown. Of course, they also gave it Harold's name. Each morning on their way to the pasture, they... Sorry, I'm literally reading from the books. (laughs) Uh, Each morning on their way to the pasture, they tied Harold to a pole in the garden to scare away the birds. Each night, they brought him inside so that he wouldn't get ruined if it rained. When they were feeling playful, they would talk to him. One One of them might say, how are the vegetables growing today, Harold? And the other, making believe he was Harold, would answer in a crazy voice very slowly. But they would both laugh, not Harold, though. Dumb detail. <laughs> All right. Whenever something went wrong, they took it out on Harold. They would curse at him, even kick or punch him. Sometimes one of them would take the food they were eating, which they were both sick of, and smear it on the doll's face. How do you like that stew, Harold? He would, okay. This story is way worse than I ever remember. <laughs> They're bullying this, A scarecrow? this doll. How do you like that stew, Harold? He would ask, well, you better eat it or else. Then the two men would howl with laughter. One night after Thomas had wiped Harold's face with food, Harold grunted. Did you hear that? Alfred asked. It was Harold, Thomas said. I was watching him when it happened. I can't believe it. How could he grunt? Alfred asked. He's just a sack of straw. It's it's not possible. Let's throw him in the fire, said Thomas, and that will be that. Let's not do anything stupid, said Alfred. We don't know what's going on. When we move the cows down, we'll leave him behind. For now, let's just keep an eye on him. So they left Harold sitting in a corner of the hut. Now and then the doll grunted, but that was all. After a few days, they decided there was nothing to be afraid of. Maybe a mouse or some insects had gotten inside Harold and were making these sounds. So Thomas and Alfred went back to their old ways. Each morning, they put Harold out in the garden, and each night, they brought him back into the hut. When they felt playful, they joked with him. When they felt mean, they treated him badly as ever. Then one night, Alfred noticed something that frightened him. Harold's growing, he said. (gasps) Such a good sound effect. (laughs) I was thinking the same thing, Thomas said. 
Maybe it's just our imagination, Alfred replied. We have been up here in this mountain way too long. The next morning, while they were eating, Harold stood up and walked out of the hut. He climbed up on the roof and trotted back and forth like a horse on its hind legs. All day and all night, he trotted like that. Ew. Ew. I know. Why is that the grossest Ew, visual? Like that. On oh, the roof of all places? Look at the picture of Harold. <gasps> Ew. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. I'll put it on my Instagram story. Maybe. I, don't, I probably shouldn't commit to that. <laughs> in the morning, Harold climbed down and stood in a far corner of the pasture. The men had no idea what he would do next, and they were afraid. They decided to take the cows down into the valley that same day. When they left, Harold was nowhere in sight. Uh-uh. Shut up. No, I just... No. My air, no, just my, okay. air came, my air came on, and I got scared. I got scared. Okay, they decided to take the cows down into the valley that night. When they left, Harold was nowhere in sight. They felt as if they had escaped a great danger and began joking and singing. But when they had gone only a mile or two, they realized they had forgotten to bring the milking stools. Neither one wanted to go back for them, but the stools would cost a lot to replace. There really is nothing to be afraid of, they told one another. After all, what could a doll do? They drew straws to see which one would go back. It was Thomas. I'll catch up with you, he said, and Alfred walked on toward the valley. When Alfred came to a rise in the path, he looked back for Thomas. He did not see him anywhere, but he did see Harold. Oh, oh my, okay. Oh, <laughs> makes my butthole pucker. Okay. The doll was on the roof of the hut again. As Alfred watched, Harold kneeled and stretched out a bloody skin to dry in the sun. No. So he skinned the other dude to become a real boy. Oh, why were we reading this as children? <laughs> oh, that one. How horrifying is that? Ew, that that's so bad. So, yeah, I don't I do not think I don't know. I don't want to see that picture either. It takes a lot to creep me out and that picture i know and we're in this like dark my apartment is so so dark dark. (laughs) like people i think somebody asked me that the other day they were like you're always in the dark i'm like i my apartment is so dark we're right up against a a, yeah there's but we're but the window is always blocked the it's always blocked yeah so we live like on the back side of our apartment and there's a huge wall of ivy like right against our window yeah it's not even possible (laughs) so whatever oh you gotta post the picture of harold oh that is people have that is so so scary. That is so Sorry, scary. Sorry, I keep showing it to you and you asked me not to. <laughs> this episode of The Bad Broadcast is supported by BetterHelp. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals or is there something just interfering with your overall happiness? If yes, you are not alone and BetterHelp is here for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime, and you will always get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to go to a doctor's office and sit in a waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's also way more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Also, don't forget, anything you share is confidential. BetterHelp is convenient, professional, and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to live your happiest, hottest life. So as a listener of The Bad Broadcast, you will get 10% off of your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash bad. 
Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bad. Okay. Do you, you know have another? When, like, oh, think, sorry. Go ahead. I think you and Matt do this when you're like fighting. You have an imaginary person that you blame it on. Uh, we... I always say we should. We never do it. I never think of it. There's all these like tactics, you know, when you're fighting. Yeah. But when I fight with Matt, I'm too mad. I'm like too mad. To well, do Harold's going to be mine. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Harold. You're on out. We do have one. Well, we don't have a person that we blame it on, but you know, in the good place. Have you watched the good place? Just the, I haven't seen the last season. So there's like, you know, there's like demons in it. Yeah. They just look like normal people. Mm-hmm. And one of the main demons, it's uh, what's his face? Adam Scott. Who plays oh, it. yeah. And his name's Trevor. Mm-hmm. He's like Trevor the demon. <laughs> so we used to say like, if we were doing something annoying, like, ah, like Trevor made me do it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. Like I was being so Trevor there. Like, <laughs> it's really funny. Okay. Yeah. Mine, mine's Harold. Tell me your next one. <sighs> this is my favorite story of all time. Okay. It's from my mom. <gasps> I love your mom. It is so good. Your mom. I just want to, I want to talk about your mom for a second. Let's Cause I it. want her to hear And this. she listens. Because I think she's so cool. First of all, she how old was she when she decided that she wanted to move to a farm? She's always wanted to, right, but right, she right. did it three years ago. So and I early 50s. How amazing is that? Yeah. Like just she's always wanted to and they just moved to a farm and she like takes care of chickens and like weaves wool from her alpacas. Yeah. It so is the she, coolest thing she in the world. started a fiber farm like three, yeah. four years ago because she's always no, wanted amazing. to. So, and yeah. you, you'll, I, or I've seen pictures of when you guys, you guys will like have dinner out in the garden. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's the most dreamy thing in the whole world. It's absolutely we love magical. It. Yeah. We never grew up on a farm, so it's all new yeah. for all of us, but we've. Uh, it's so fun. Okay. Come to love it. So this okay. is from Lucy's this Extremely Cool mom. mom. Growing up in Wyoming, we had a nice suburban house in a nice suburban neighborhood. My brother slept in a bedroom in the basement. And once they grew up and moved out, my mother would sleep downstairs because it was dark and she could sleep better. It was common lore in our family that whoever slept down there, mostly women, would be visited by what my mother called the chief. Evidently, she woke up one night and rolled over and was eye to eye with an extremely small indigenous person decked out in full native regalia. Of course, she screamed like a maniac, ran upstairs and swore off sleeping there. She thought maybe she was dreaming, loved the dark bedroom, and soon found herself back there again, waking up eye to eye with this little person who generally just stared at her. Eventually, she realized he wasn't menacing or angry, just curious, so she kept sleeping there and encountering him. Fast forward to 30 years after we all moved out of that house. My sister was chatting with someone at a class reunion who mentioned they had bought a house on the exact same street we grew up on. Turns out it was the exact same house we grew up in. My sister was relating fond memories of the house and the girl responded, um, that place is haunted. Evidently, there was so much paranormal activity there that they eventually sold the house and moved. Three years ago, I was doing some internet scrolling and research on Native American tribes near that area. I came across an article called Little People and the Pedro Mountain Mummy. Come to find out there's an indigenous tribe of little people that they found buried near our hometown. They found skeletons of this tribe that were three feet tall and some even smaller. Because when you say little people, you mean just like, just like tiny, they're tiny, actual they're just tiny short. people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Extremely short people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. They found skeletons of this tribe that were three feet tall and some even smaller. 
I'm guessing the chief wasn't quite in love with the idea of a subdivision being built over their burial ground. If I'm being honest, I feel sort of sad. I was too scared to sleep in that room. I never got to have a visit from him. And so my mom attached the article of these mummies that were found (gasps) and they are just extremely small just like many people. No, that's I, like exactly well, what and, my grandma was seeing. And first of all, seeing. I do not doubt like so many horrible things happened to Native Americans, like building things on their yes. burial grounds. Of course, that's going to happen. Yes, of course. Of course, they're going to show up in your bedroom. Yeah, and like you of, deserve it. Yeah, no, you literally do. You deserve to be haunted. <laughs> yeah. Here's a picture of the mummy. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. Where is this? In Wyoming. Wyoming is not to be truffled with. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so yeah, these were just just small people, like this yeah. from my knee to my foot. That's how tiny. Oh, like like because so, when my grandma would wake up, I've heard my grandma tell this story. She's not alive anymore, but when she did, I I've heard her describe it. Like she would wake up and be like eye to eye with this just extremely tiny tiny little but like person. not a toddler like a full no grown. a grown person but just so so small that is and so crazy the fact that they actually found these mummies that were like two feet tall in that same exact neighborhood yeah wyoming anywhere vast like wyoming or alaska uh, oh your goodbye. story about alaska yeah anybody who lives in alaska i feel like i mean all my listeners in alaska so like the three people in alaska <laughs> that listen they've all had something super haunted happen to them oh my gosh that's so interesting i know but there's it's just there's so much space yeah like there's so much like <laughs> dead they're not dead but like yeah just open land there's no yeah. possible way you could know what's out there oh, and i bet the winter gets so scary cuz the sun doesn't come up yeah oh i didn't even think about that in alaska yeah oh that's terrifying I follow some of those TikTok accounts. Have you seen them that like document their, well, there's their one in life Ant- in Alaska. Yeah. And I'm obsessed. And in Ant- Antarctica, there's somebody on like an internship yes. there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I'm obsessed. Cause it's just so different to, yeah. to our lives here. It's like, oh my gosh, I could watch them all day. All right. This one is short, but this one messed me up as a kid. Oh, I'm excited. It's called the red spot. I don't know if I remember this, this one, one either. Is, this one is in the preview of the scary stories movie. Oh, so. Okay. I remember when I saw it, I was like, of course they picked that one because it's so upsetting. Okay. The red spot. While Ruth slept, a spider crawled across her face. It stopped for several minutes on her cheek, then went on its way. What is that red spot on my cheek? She asked her mother the next morning. It looks like a spider bite, her mother said. It will go away. Just don't scratch it. Soon the small red spot grew into a small red boil. Look at it now, Ruth said. It's getting bigger. It's sore. That sometimes happens, her mother said. It's coming to a head. In a few days, the boil was even larger. Look at it now, Ruth said. It hurts and it's ugly. We'll have the doctor look at it, her mother said. Maybe it's infected. But the doctor could not see Ruth until the next day. That night, Ruth took a hot bath. As she soaked herself, the boil burst. Out poured a swarm of tiny spiders from the eggs their mother had laid in her cheek. So I I remember reading this story and then my mom told me a time where she was uh, in our garage and there was a spider. So she stepped on it and baby spiders just went everywhere. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. And you know what? I will never not be scared of spiders. Like, I hate when people are like, like when people make fun of girls for like screaming or like, I'm like running away from a spider. I'm not ever going to stop. There are. So scary. Well, I've never seen a guy not even freak out over a spider. Yeah, you but it's I mean? always girls that are made Yeah, why are you of. blaming girls? Yeah, get out of here. You're all scared <laughs> of them. Okay, do you have another one? I have one more, and it's okay. it's a good kind of 
cute one to end on. I okay, think it's kind perfect, of perfect. Perfect. That that was my last one. So okay, awesome. Okay. Um, this is actually from an early episode of my favorite murder, the podcast, and it's somebody's story that they wrote into them. Oh, to the to Karen gotcha, and Georgia. Gotcha. Um, it's episode sixty one, the mini sode from my favorite murder. If you guys want to listen to it, first of all, do you know who John Belushi is? Yeah, from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay important to the story. <laughs> okay. If you don't know who it is, Google him. Yes. We can post a picture of him on the yeah, story as next well. Next to Harold. <laughs> Match made in heaven. And the mummies. Okay. 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 Go ahead. I grew up in the suburbs of Los Angeles with my parents, younger sister, and younger brother. When this story takes place, my brother was two to three years old. One day our house had a septic tank backed up and flood our entire house. My mother, being who she is, thought the only place that could comfortably house a family of five was the Chateau Marmont which is a really, really nice oh, place right. in L.A. So we moved into one of the bungalows, a two-bedroom house perched above the pool, which just so happened to be the same bungalow which John Belushi died from an overdose in in 1982. My parents took the master bedroom. My sister and I shared the second bedroom, and my brother, who was still in a crib, got a large walk-in closet. Strange things would happen in the house, like smoke alarms going off for no reason, doors slamming shut, lights turning on and off, etc., there was an overall feeling that there was just some sort of energy around you. It wasn't a negative energy, just a presence that you could feel like a soft breeze blowing by you. My toddler brother would wake up in the middle of the night calling for my mom. She would repeatedly go check on him, comfort him, tell him to go back to sleep. One night she asked what was bothering him and he replied, the funny man woke me up and wants to play cars. She would frequently hear my brother talking to himself while playing and strange things would continue to happen throughout the bungalow. One day, my brother was playing in his room. My mom walked by and saw him sitting on the floor. She walked into the kitchen for a couple of minutes. Then when she walked back in on him, he was no longer on the floor, but standing up in his crib. Since she knew he couldn't climb up in there himself, she asked how he got there. The funny man helped me, he said. We changed bungalows and I didn't hear any more about the funny man. So one night, my mom is in bed with my brother reading a book on the history of the hotel. She turns to the chapter about John Belushi with a black and white portrait of him. My brother saw the photo and clearly recognizing it started giggling. What is it? She asked. He wouldn't answer. He just continued to smile. She asked again, what are you laughing at? Do you know who this is? And he giggled and nodded up and down. Who is that? She asked. That's my friend. That's the funny man. <gasps> Turns out my little brother was spending those nights playing games with a very lonely John Belushi. He was so young at the time, there's no way he knew who John Belushi was prior to all this happening. No one ever talked about his death in a bungalow to a toddler. I'm glad he found some solace hanging out with my brother and hopefully got a few laughs out of him. That is the, it's like so it's sweet like and sweet sad. It's scary and sad, it's I know. sweet and scary and sad. And Just John like... Belushi of all people. <laughs> Here's here's always what I say whenever I hear these stories and whenever I do these Halloween episodes. What if in like a thousand years or whatever, in 500 years, there's some new tool that can like sense other dimensions like mm -hmm. happening and then they are going to be able to know what the things like that are. And they'll be like, remember people in the 2000s thought that they were ghosts and now we know that they're really like, oh my gosh, just yeah, like alternate universes or something Never like that. Never thought about that. Like, I honestly feel like that's what's going to happen because that like that is that makes no sense. I know there's so many stories of people who feel like their kids are like talking to somebody and then they see like 
a grandma who had passed away and they're like, oh, that's my ghost. That happened yeah, like that... two weeks ago. Oh, at, yeah. In one of my stories. That happened to my dad, too. Yeah, it's yeah. like so common. Yeah. And it's like, how would you ever? I don't know. My The only explanation to me is like it happened. Well, yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. I wish I would get. Yeah. I hope that if I'm ever visited by a ghost, it's like it's a former SNL. It's uh, it's Chris Farley. I, I hope it's I hope it's uh, <laughs> I hope it's Andy Samberg for obvious reasons. <laughs> I hope he shows up at my door late one night. That is, that is really sweet. I've never listened to my favorite murder. I know a lot of people like it, but. Yeah, they do these like yeah mini sods where people write in and then yeah they, like how you do it and right just, right right morbid that other true crime podcast that I listen to they do like listener tales and yeah whatever it's it's, it's so amazing. nice to hear those because yeah. I mean people have crazy stories I know and I feel like I feel like everybody I've talked to has one and I don't and I kind well of, I told mine in the last episode I'm so mad I didn't save it it's okay you just knew you knew that this was the next episode. <laughs> I was you're, prepping everybody yeah, you just wanted everyone to know that you're a spooky gal yeah that you are yeah I sometimes feel jealous of people but I then I'm like if that happened to me they it's prob- not fun they probably know that I would not be okay want to hear the craziest thing yeah I mean it's not that crazy but okay it's a it's a weird thing that happened yeah. to me remember when I had kidney stones yes. a few months ago I do I that entire day could smell my grandma as if she was standing right next to me. I even Marco Poloed my family and was like, you guys, it's so weird. I have smelled grandma all day. She had a very specific soap that she used yeah. and she would only ever use that soap. And I was smelling it as if it was next to my <gasps> nostrils all day long. Oh my gosh. And then that night I, yeah, I was in the hospital all night long. And you could still smell it. Yeah. That is so sweet. Yeah. And so. And you were close with your grandma. Oh, we were like inseparable. Yeah. And so it was so like cute to me that. I love that. I just felt like she was. See, I, I want to be able to do that when I die. I mean, I don't know what happens when we die, but it seems like people are visiting. So maybe they get like special visit, yeah. passports. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Between like every Pixar movie, like Coco, Soul. I'm pr- that's where I stand on the afterlife. <laughs> Those are my views and they're not changing. That's about where I'm at. I told my brother the other day, I'm like, between Soul, The Good Place, and Interstellar, that's like what I believe. I absolutely love that, actually. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just. That's a good, it's a really good mixture. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) It's a good, it's a good, uh, a wide range. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is brought to you by Raycon. There's a lot going on in the world, whether it's stuff you're excited about or stuff you would rather not think about, like something that starts with C and ends with coronavirus. Anyone else? Anyway, you can't always control the vibes out there, but you can always control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Guys, I'm a podcaster who's married to an audio producer And we do not mess around when it comes to headphones. So whether you use them to pump up, wind down, to work, to work out, Raycons are my go-to for an on-the-go audio. And the new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these are impressive before you even start listening. You also get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. 
Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and 32-hour battery life. There's also a built-in mic, so you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. So right now, listeners of The Bad Broadcast can get 15% off of their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash broad. That's buyraycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, dot com slash broad to save 15% on Raycons. That's buyraycon.com slash broad. Broad. All right. Well, any other, any of this is our, our final. Now we're going into like holiday season. This is our last spooky season. I know. I have one more spooky. If it's not scary, you can cut it. No, tell me. I want to know it. (laughs) It's, it's more kind of an, a story that you can't explain. Okay, and yeah. I can't. I looked for it everywhere. I saw. I must have seen it on a YouTube video uh-huh. a few years ago because I cannot find it anywhere. Yeah, I just remember it because it was one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. Mm. I love love aliens. I love weird kind of unexplained well, things it's like that. ETs now because Danny Lovato. Oh, I'm sorry. Alien is is, is derogatory. derogatory. Yeah. So You're please sh- don't call it that. <laughs> I I respect Danny Lovato in his house. <laughs> but this was so so weird. I just could never forget it. So this girl said that one night she was just like stargazing and she saw this kind of very prominent flashing light. It wasn't like a star. It was like a little bit brighter and bigger and had a specific pattern that it was blinking. And so she started like writing it down. It was like, imagine like like Morse code. code. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she started writing down like the numbers in like the sequence that it would blink. Yeah. Because it was like so. Like three dots. Or yeah. Whatever, it was like yeah. so specific. And it. And so, yeah, she she started writing it down. She took those numbers and like plugged them into Google. Uh-huh. And it brought up a book about stars. Like it was like a barcode. That is like. Like the product number for this book about stars. That is How full on. Is that, that is literally what happens in Interstellar. They get like a message. From aliens yeah. to, about coordinates that they go to, and it's NASA. Oh, that's my favorite movie ever. Is Interstellar your favorite movie? It's in my top five. Oh, my, mine too. Yeah. Did you know that I love Interstellar? Yes, I did know that. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm you didn't know that about me. That's funny. Yeah, no, it's it's one of my all time all time. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird that uh, I didn't know that. Funny, about you. I knew that about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is anyone out there who hasn't seen Interstellar. I promise, it's the only. Three hour movie worth watching. Oh, a- oh, absolutely. I would not. I would not watch a movie that long for anything. Oh no, no that. But I would watch this over and over and over. I never get sick of it. Never, ever. I'm gonna watch that soon. I we used to watch it seriously once a week. Wow, yeah, that's a commitment. Yeah, and I do it. It's well, I'm, so good, I'm, you guys. I'm a, re- I'm a rewatcher. You know that. Oh yeah. I'm. A, I'm okay, wait. It, that made me think of something with the Morse code, space aliens. Oh, it, just aliens in general. That one's like a a no brainer that it obviously exists. Yeah, like I don't even want like it doesn't even feel like a conspiracy theory. It just feels like something we don't know a lot about. Yes, I was just watching um unacknowledged today, which is a documentary. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good. I feel like if you don't, if you're skeptical about aliens, that one will make you be like. Yeah. Yeah. If you're skeptical about them, like, I just think you're not smart. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't. They so so obviously exist. Like, I, you're, yeah. 
you know, literally I, I, the government admitted to it. Yes, they fully. Do did. you think Area Fifty One is is the alien place? I think they have moved Area Fifty One. I, I think, think it's it, in a new place now. That's probably true. But did you know they can legally kill you if you go step foot in Area 51? Like if you're trespassed, they can sounds, just shoot you dead. Sounds tight. You want to go? <laughs> <laughs> Let's check it out. Let's just go. Yeah. Did you remember? I signed to the Storm Area 51. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Peti- petition? I forgot petition. about that. Yeah. Aliens just make make sense. Well, I heard you talking about Roswell in your in last week's episode. Oh, yeah. And I don't know that much about it. I mean, I, I looked up the Wikipedia, but I didn't. I yeah. Didn't if the Wikipedia is saying it was like a weather balloon, it's lying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and I was looking up what a, an Air Force balloon was. Oh, and you couldn't find it. No, it was just like it was a huge hot air balloon Made with, up. Like, with like eagles, <laughs> and like, you know, like stern eagles, yeah. like with American flags. No. Yeah. You should. That should be your next project is learning more about Roswell because it's crazy. Yeah. Do you believe in Bigfoot? No. I heard you. I heard you talking about that and it really made me think. I was like, I've never really given it enough thought if I truly believe in Bigfoot or not. Yeah. But I don't think I do. To me, it, it's like classic lore. Yeah. I do believe any of the like sea monsters. Loch Ness Monster, for sure. There's oh, anything in the ocean? I, it's like aliens to me. Deep sea fish are uh, yeah. the scariest <laughs> beings ever we don't know anything about the ocean anything i've seen a few people on like tiktok say that when they started exploring the ocean is when like nasa was created to like get out of here because of what they were learning about the ocean ew that creeps me out (laughs) that is also a theme in interstellar i always think that's how it's gonna go we're gonna have to leave the planet that's fine. I'm not that attached to Earth. All you, all, like if somebody offered me a, well, here's a, here's a good would not would you rather, but if somebody offered you like an all expenses paid trip to go like colonize, yes. you would do it to space. Yeah, it's my number one dream to go to space. Get out. I've if I was smart, I'd be an astronaut right now. You are smart, first of not all, not in that way. <laughs> well yeah you're not a, I, an astronaut but you are smart and you could be an astronaut that that is the one thing i like i i truly believe if people apply themselves they can do yeah. anything like yeah, you could so you could go on project runway if you wanted to i could go tomorrow the one thing i i don't think that about is me becoming an astronaut like i just truly don't think my brain works <laughs> in that way but it is it's my number you, you one don't dream feel, you don't feel like that doesn't give you any anxiety Going to space? Yeah. No, it is all I want Lucy, in life is what? to break through that blue sky and enter into space. That is all I want in life. And I know it will never happen, sadly. Well, you don't know. I actually don't know. Yeah. Elon? Like, Elon. And like, what, what? let's see, it's 2021. Maybe in 2050, we're going to have to leave. I'm ready. I cannot right believe now. that. I would not. I would rather die on Earth. Well, you don't even believe space is real. Well, that's true. That's true. I do <laughs> that lady in my email. I notice you're having a hard time with space. <laughs> you're like, space? I think it's because no I'm, such thing. I'm just scared of it. So I'm like, it's not real. It's not That's there. a good approach. And like, <laughs> I, I'm going to start thinking that about serial killers. Yes. No, exactly. <laughs> they don't exist. And you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm in a belief process right now. And space I can't. It's not one of those. It's not one of. No, it just like it's too. I can't put it in my brain. It's not something that I can think about because first of all, I get really scared. Second of all, it's not a pressing issue, so I can't like think about it that hard. Yeah, it doesn't affect your day to day too much. Yeah, not too much. And if I think about it, it's so big. 
It's so big. So big and when so pe- unknown. Yeah. And when people are like, yeah, Pluto, how do we even know Pluto's there? He is. How do you know, huh? <laughs> there are pictures. <laughs> Photoshop. Okay. <laughs> you know what honestly gives me the heebie jeebs? What? Saturn's rings. Really? When I see a picture of Saturn, I'm like, that's of, not real. Of all- that's an emoji. <laughs> I'm looking at something fake. It looks so fake. Everything else in space. I can believe and of agree with all things except that Saturn's the rings. Yes, really, and they sing. They sing. Yes, they make a noise. Saturn's rings make a noise. That's gorge. First of all, uh, yeah. Second of all, have you seen Molly's Game? Yes, love it. I love Molly's Game so much. I love Jessica Chastain. Me too. She says at the end of it that they know we know what the center of the universe smells like. Did you know that? I think I've heard that. So the center, well, like. She says that and she's like, you know, it's this poetic line. And she's like, we know that it smells like whatever. Some like thing on the periodic table. Oh, like uh-huh. uranium. Oh, I was hoping it smelled better. But she said it's no, no, no. But she says we know that that smells that's in the center of the, the universe. And that smells like raspberries. So we know that the center of the universe smells like raspberries. And I'm like, that's cute. Yeah. And also totally made up. Are <laughs> yes. you kidding me? The center of the universe. We don't know where There's the center no of the universe is. There's no center. And, there, and if there was, we're not close to it. We couldn't be further. There, it, it just doesn't exist. No, we are. Because ev- space is, is infinite. Yeah, everyone else is probably in the center of the universe hanging out every other species. And they were like, <laughs> humans, no thanks. Leave them there. This species is. Let that earth Whatever burn. you are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get out of here one day and I, I'm ready for it. I All right, space. well, if we have to, I guess. I guess I have to go. <laughs> You'll True. you'll find out it's real. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I have. Me too. Do you have anything else? No. Anything you want to say to the, the people? No. Okay. Come back soon. Oh, I'll be here whenever you guys want. Okay. Uh. All right. Well, that is what we have. So this is the, it's the end of spooky season. That was fun. I guess when this episode comes out, Halloween hasn't happened yet. But last episode for the bad broadcast. So we're gonna get next week. We'll do. I don't know what we're gonna do, but we'll get into regular scheduled programming hope you guys all enjoyed the booed broadcast this year it was and good. thanks you're so supportive you listen every week even I though do. even though we talk all day like literally all day yeah like you'll listen to my podcast then message me during it and i'm always like i wonder if she's sick she's like pausing my voice to hear i do i'll voice. turn off your marco polo and then like the podcast just continues to play <laughs> or like if you don't respond to my marco polo i'm like need to hear her voice <laughs> So I'll just turn it on. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Well, remember to subscribe, rate, review, follow me on Instagram, Lucy on Instagram, Retroflect. Yeah. Last time we were doing a mirror collab. We did. And it, it was, was so great. Fun. Thank you so much, everyone who bought yeah. one. It was fun. Yeah. And I love you guys. I got a lot of new followers. New friends. And you're, you're all so sweet. So thank you. Yeah. They're a little kooky, but I like yeah. them. All right. Well, I will see you guys next week. Be safe, be kind, be hot. Oh, you beat me to it. (laughs) I wasn't going to do it. I was going to sneak out without it. All right, bye. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can catch a new episode of The Bad Broadcast every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Also, I want to hear from you. So please leave a rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast for all the behind the scenes action and more information. Talk to you next week.